I'm ready dude. to get fucking violent. He's a dude. She's a dude. Uh, also, we're no. all dudes. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Uh, yes. Hello. I'm ready to get violent. Uh, no. Violent. Yeah, I'm ready to get violent. All right. Well, I already got violent you... today, so I'm all violent today. Yeah. Once. You one, know that I have last... only been in half of a fight my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I, I was there for that half of a fight. Anyways, it's fucking Game Quest. <laughs> Holy shit. For anyone that's been wondering uh, what the name of this show is. About to fight Craig. It's that's what the name so of this long. show is. I am Trace. I watched uh, Jacob over there almost get into a fight at lunch in high school. But Jacob was too Wait. big and the person was scared of him. How does that translate to half a fight? Because there was, I was going to fight him, but then that kid was scared of me because I'm a big boy. <laughs> Anyone, yeah. I'm a big, strong boy. But he I actually still bitch. know that dude. He would have whooped your fucking ass. <laughs> oh, dude, for sure. I mean, I already knew if he was going to hit me once, it was going to be over. But until then, I was going to act like I was going to beat his ass. Yeah. You just got to act crazy, right? You, know, you just you yep. take your pants off. Nobody wants to fight a dude whose dick's flopping around. I'm like, let me just let me just give you that secret right there. You go step to Conor McGregor and take your pants off. He ain't fighting you. <laughs> If I get arrested for public indecency, what if it's not in public? You know, (laughs) you get into the octagon somehow, some way, and you just drop trow. He he ain't no, he ain't doing it. Oh my god. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Jordan, and I'm recording this the old-fashioned way because shit is broken, and I hate it. You gotta use your old-timey voice then, Craig. If you're listening, fuck you. Yeah, nobody knows who Craig is, but fuck him. Yep, fuck Craig. I, was, I like Craig. I was gonna say, yeah, Craig's cool, actually. He, he, uh, when he works, when he shows up to fucking work on a goddamn Tuesday, it's Tuesday, by the way, and doesn't do anything, just like promises he's gonna do shit, but doesn't actually do shit, and that's when I have a problem with Craig. I'll keep him on the I'm payroll, but I, I ain't... He's not getting paid for this episode, that's for I, damn Yeah, sure. no, this is getting <laughs> straight up deducted. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <sighs> You guys are getting paid. Yeah, yeah. Only oh, Craig, no, no, Craig no. is getting paid, no, actually. <laughs> Craig's, I don't even get paid. Craig's the only one that gets paid. <laughs> he does the, the work. <laughs> he does the work. Uh, sometimes. So I was going to say, as we transition away from this intro, that there was going to be no politics in this one because we were all, let's say, political heavy in the last one. But uh, hey, guess what? There's going to be some political bullshit happening. Cool. Yeah, cool. Let's fuck this pig and get it over with. Yeah, okay. Um, (laughs) That's the only thing that I can attribute to politics anymore is just fucking pig. Did you watch Black Mirror? That episode of Black Mirror comes around again. It's pretty good. Oh, I I didn't watch it, actually. The one that I blocked out of my memory because every time I tell somebody to watch that show, I say skip the first episode. Come back to it later when you know what the show's about. Yeah. But anyways. Um. All right. Let's just let's just do this thing. So y'all remember Walmart? You may. You may oh, remember that Walmart. I, I try avoid not going to. to. Yeah. yeah. No, I do too. Don't you worry about that. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't actively avoid Walmart. In fact, they you know live outside of one sometimes. Well, Walmart's come out and they said, "Hey, we're gonna do our part." You know, after that horrible thing that happened inside of one of our stores, we're going to do our part to slow this shit down. And by that, they meant they're going to stop advertising violent video games in their store. 25 feet away from the counter where you can go buy all your guns at. Yeah, they're like a huge sales percentage of of guns sold. (laughs) They have a lot of guns. 
I don't know if you've ever been into a Walmart, but um, they, they they're like right up by the candy. You know, the impulse purchases up front. Yeah, they have more. Where's the children's yeah, yeah. grocery store I've ever been to? Yeah. Uh, so that was their solution. They said, "Hey, uh, they're going to keep the games, mind you." That was their clarification. They're going to keep the games. They're just not going to have any quote unquote violent video game advertisements. So pretty much, you're just going to see Madden 20 until next year when Madden 21 comes out. Uh, you're just going to look at Patrick Mahomes' face and apparently Mario, even though Mario fucking kills people. I don't know how that's not a problem. <laughs> and he abuses the shit out of Yoshi. Oh, God. He sends Yoshi to his death. Like, if, why isn't Peter like pissed off yet, you know? Right. That's my question. Peter's going to get mad at John Wick and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Why aren't they getting mad <laughs> at fucking Mario for being such a shithead? Um, real quickly, though, I just want to say that I don't know that Walmart really sells guns anymore they do though actually now that i think about it i'm not okay all right like, like I, don't have... I checked it was only bb guns i thought and like tiny caliber i mean but i, I also i also don't walmart. walk over to the gun section and like peruse and really know what i'm looking for so <laughs> yeah I, of, uh... I still i don't know exactly what kind of guns they sell to be honest they're, mm-hmm. they're not selling automatic weapons like let's just yeah of course they're not, but they still will sell them say, and yeah, flaunt them. If you're, if, yeah, if you're going to sell a twenty-two, then hey, but you're going to blame you can kill video games. just as easy yeah. with it. I mean, yeah. So to quickly move on to the crux of why we're even talking about that, I mean, obviously <laughs> there's a reason we're talking about it. But uh, Democratic Representative Ted Lieu of California had a very pointed response to this, and I will just read this verbatim for you from a tweet of his or from several tweets of his. Dear Walmart, remember how Mario Kart caused people to drive faster? Pac-Man caused folks to eat more. Fortnite radicalized a white supremacist to shoot Hispanics at your store. You disrespect vi- um, victims of mass shootings by making up stupid shit. Stop blaming what? video games. I probably well, couldn't that put that better. That is very disrespectful to, to people who are have lost family members and largely because of the money being poured uh, out by the NRA. Yeah. There is no action taken. And, you know, as far as I know, Walmart is not beholden to the NRA the way politicians are. Yeah. Let's just be clear that none of us, none of us are fucking talking about confiscating guns. Not one of us. Oh, so far from that. Like, and I don't know. Once again, I, I, it bums me out that to put a, like put lives first and maybe try to make some progress. Uh, it's, uh, it's alarming that that makes you a certain color in the political race. Yeah. Yeah. I, we don't do this enough on this show, but I would like to call out, um, Adam Conover's newest podcast, Factually, where he has a very, well, he has a couple very good episodes, one on uh, essentially the Second Amendment and how nobody understands what that actually means, and another on uh, all on video games and what they do to our brains and the fact that they don't actually cause violence and all this other shit. I recommend that if y'all are into podcasts, which you seem to be, since you're like listening yeah, to one, us. Um, go listen to that, please. And then we'll, we'll move on to our next topic. Awesome. And what else is in the news? Give me the game news. Give me the fun news. Give me, I oh, guess we get news, I'm sure. Fucking. We don't have fun news yet. All right. Another not fun news. Fuck. Uh, ESP, ESPN, which is uh, part of ABC, which is part of Disney, decided that they were going to delay. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, in a way, yes. Uh, so them, actually, yeah. actually <laughs> first, they, they hosted the first ever Apex Legends esports tournament in minneapolis on the second and third of this month august of 2019 and they decided that they weren't going to air any coverage of it it was it was going to air i believe (laughs) this sunday or last sunday i can't remember which one exactly um probably last sunday 
But they decided that instead of just not airing it, they're going to delay it and they're going to show it in October for some weird reason. Um, for Halloween. I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> that's, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was meant to be a joke. Like, I just there's there's two sides to this and I can I can sort of understand it, but it just it comes across as weird. So they said in a statement that I believe it was an official statement that in response to the recent mass mass shootings, they were going to not show this. Because apparently this cartoonish video game where you shoot people and zero blood happens is too violent to show on television out of respect for mass shootings and victims. And I can understand that to a point, but it's still this still isn't the problem. So I don't I would I would love to be able to talk to these people and be like, hey, do you think video games are the reason that somebody walked into your Walmart or your school or your church and started shooting at you? Uh, yeah, that's definitely the reason, because video games came out, what, in the 70s? Yeah. Okay, cool. Sure. Yeah, no one was ever shot until the 70s, so that, no, that logic totally just perfectly makes sense for me. No, that's absolutely, you're right, actually. I didn't think of that. I don't know how I didn't think of that. It's so blatantly obvious. Um, yeah, so that's the thing that happened. So if you're looking forward to watching some pro-level Apex shit, uh, just wait around until October, I suppose. I don't know. It seems like the video game, the video, the argument for video game violence is like so far disproven that, um, that like, it's crazy that there's even a counter argument to it. It would be like if you, I heard this on another podcast, uh, drilled, I will plug it. I'm not, I'm not going to take yeah, some, uh, take a phrase ads, I didn't by the way. Yeah. We're um, not being paid for that. We just want you to. It would be like if you watched a sports game and you watched Jordan, what's your favorite sports? What sport is it too? So I don't say the wrong fucking game. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's go with the Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns in football. Let's go with that. Okay. Let's say the Browns beat the Packers last night. Oh, Seven you to wish, nothing. dude. <laughs> Seven to nothing. And then on okay. the news the next day, it would be like seeing Browns sweep the Packers. Or wait, what, who won the first game? Yeah, it would be like seeing. It would be like, you'd be like seeing Packers fucking murder the Browns, which is probably more likely to, to hear. But it's, not exactly. It's, but okay, it's a game that's played by rules, and there's a correct answer. And it's so fucking crazy that you would even hear like reporting. It would be like having to disprove that a game, a, a sports game, was won by a single side. I can I can see your point. Like I think you took a very roundabout way to that point, but I can see your point. <laughs> yes, there there are more factors in play than oh this person played video game. This the fucking dude that shot up that church in Texas played a ton of video games, but it was DDR. So like what, what? dance him to death. He was, he was he ran really fast. What if he ate a lot of a certain food too? Would that food become the the reason for gun violence, not guns? What if he was an oh, adolescent dude, white male? Mountain like, Dew would not be. I drink a lot of Mountain Dew. I'm just just saying uh, more than I should. And... So do all the neckbeards that fucking decide to go. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of angry monster drinkers too. There's a lot of angry everybody, man. <laughs> there's the Kyles That's and the Karens true. of the world, and the Barbecue mm. Bettys, and. We just have to live with him, I suppose. Barbecue Betty? I don't think I've heard that. Whoa, you don't know Barbecue fuck? Betty? No. Oh, you guys barbecue are... Betty calls the calls the cops on barbecues just because there are black people at it. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I do know. That was in like Oakland, right? Probably, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is Becky. Uh, I, I don't mean to disrespect the Bettys of the... It was Becky, okay? With a CK and a Y. Anyway, let's move on to some more depressing news. Oh, great. Uh, in a way that's 
totally seems to counterject our argument, but once again, I will say that there has never been any sort of scientific anything that's proven a uh, dangerous link between video games and violence. The Twitch headquarters in San Francisco uh, last Tuesday sent their employees home because they got several threats for a shooting. Uh, I don't know that any additional information has come out, and uh, they've gone back to work, as far as I know, and have not been accosted by somebody with a gun but um yeah can't even can't even fucking work at twitch you let ninja leave and somebody gets fucking pissed off yeah yeah do they was it for like a specific thing is there any like twitch controversy right now i'm just curious not that it you know would make anything worthy of that no as far as i know there is no like actual thing happening with twitch like okay yeah i you know that's that's it that's a joke everyone that ninja leaving triggered somebody that's a joke uh but who knows like i don't know like how can you say it was an anonymous call and it just said hey um Mm -hmm. i'm gonna come hurt some people and cops were looking into it and the people at twitch were like yo work from home like don't come in here yeah uh, I wonder if that had anything to do with the leak we talked about last week from the ESA about a bunch of people's um, personal information getting out there, a bunch of media people. I'm assuming that Twitch has representatives that go do stuff there, right? Like they yeah. have to, I would assume. So yeah, we don't know. But again, just another example of dumb shit in our dumb world. But I do have good news. <sighs> well, I do. I do. I promise. Guys, did you guys talk about the ninja thing at all? Yeah. Because how much fucking money do you think they had to pay that dude? um to reiterate something i heard and just play a game of telephone with myself i believe it was somewhere between 20 and 50 million but the actual number is not out there as far as i know so so we had that conversation and and i don't want to reiterate it too much but i just want to plug this in your ear if you haven't heard it yet um ninja if you don't know used to be a halo pro and signing with microsoft with that actually yeah so that's where he started um and I don't know if he like stepped away before Fortnite came out and then just came back or whatever, but he was a very gifted Halo player and Microsoft has a Halo game coming out pretty soon that they would very much love to sell to people. And I assume that whatever money they invested will come back to them if, you know, it is stipulated in his contract that he is going to play that game a shitload. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. Something good. Tinfoil hats, man. Tinfoil hats. Who knows? I want to believe. Uh, this one's for Trace, mostly, actually. I think this is going to just get him fucking going. PlayStation, Nintendo, and Xbox, or Microsoft, or whatever division handles their Xbox, and other major publishers have agreed to require loot box disclosures, telling you the odds of your randomized boxes that you're about to open and what the items will be. Uh, some countries have done this. I mean, you've, Blizzard has done this in the past, right? They don't do that in our version of Overwatch, right, Jacob? No. Okay. Um, this is something that's happened before in like certain territories and certain countries, but these big publishers, um, also Activision, Blizzard, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, just a shitload of companies are at least trying to make this issue a little bit better. If not, you know, stamp it out. Uh, Electronic Arts is actually one who is also included in this and we all know how much money they've made off their loot boxes. We've covered that several times. Uh, I'm fucking hey, screaming. Guys. Hi. Oh, wow. Hi. Hello. Hello. Seamless transition. Hey, remember? No, no, no. Remember how we were just talking yeah. and I was just talking about that news story? Yeah, I definitely remember and that news story. Yeah, it actually was a news story that I think you would have appreciated. 
I don't but, appreciate uh, any. You had, you had stepped <laughs> I don't appreciate away. News, thank you. No, I just don't appreciate uh, anything. Yeah. I'm surprised that you thought I'd appreciate something. So actually, uh, you welcome you back. You probably would have. Uh, what do you mean back? We've been just sitting here. Oh no, it was just. It was just. Um, a, I meant welcome me back because I I just cooked hmm, oh, dinner and I'm back from cooking dinner. You've so, got some ego on you if uh, you have to welcome yourself back. So actually, the, uh, the last episode fucked up. It's 24 hours later. We're at this shit again. <laughs> Craig, Craig has been let go. Um, yeah, Craig has been released yeah. from Game Quest. Uh, any statements uh, from Craig regarding Game Quest uh, should be disregarded. Yeah, Take back all the nice things I said about that guy. Yeah, fuck him. I never said anything yeah. nice about him. So, yeah. So we're just going to keep rolling on with the news like nothing happened. Hit me with the news. I'm really going to try to um, put in some, you know, somber music there in the middle where everything just broke. Because I'm just keeping that audio we got yesterday. Yeah, yeah uh, Sarah McLaughlin, okay. right? Or like something uh, more no, sad. I can't, like... can't afford that. <laughs> um, but let's move on. You know, none of this news is actually worth talking about. <laughs> Why don't about, you give me the piece that you really, thought I would appreciate? But uh, I don't want to reiterate it, man. Can you give me? A... Also, I don't have it anymore. Oh, it was about the loot yeah, box it's gone. percentages. It was about yeah. So people are getting loot box percentages showing up now. So like, I like that. Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo have like made this mandate, and um, companies like EA have signed on to it. So I thought you might appreciate yeah, that. I do, but also I'm not quite the loot box shitter honor that I was two months ago. Because I won of Mr. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, let's move on. Sweet. I was really hoping Matt was here because uh, we're going to talk about Destiny for a minute. Okay. I've been and... so much good about Destiny. It's really just chapping my ass that I am in love with WoW right now. Sorry, though. Go ahead. Yeah, just just replace WoW with Destiny once it's actually like super good. <laughs> uh, but before that happens, I don't think we had the opportunity last week to talk about the fact that they delayed their upcoming expansion shadow keep um oh, has been delayed that. from from september 17th to uh october 1st i believe so they pushed it back just a couple of weeks they said they had to work on some more things however the cross save implementation where you can like port your character over from say a playstation to say a pc is actually dropping on the 21st nice. so that'll be next wednesday yeah. uh that'll be a, a good opportunity to you know break in or move yeah, in. Yeah, I have I a. Say. I have you guys a, start playing. I'm, I'm totally down to play. I really like Destiny One. All right, I like playing Destiny One with my friends. I didn't play it once Matt and Ethan had like out leveled me. Yeah, uh, but totally down. I'm so down to play it, and it. I like. I'd love to. I would love to. However, like I said before, like Wow is just fucking slamming my prostate right now. And yeah, it's, but it's, I, it's crazy. I can't believe how entertaining Wow has been. Like we. We have a pretty consistent group for uh for Mythic Plus that we almost always have a full team of like people that we know and communicate with and have played with before. And damn, that shit has just changed the game for me. Like I said, a bad game is fun with with people. Yep. Yeah, anything can be fun with friends. Uh, too bad we never had friends. that number of people to play the Division Two and finally do that raid at some point. But hey, I, I'm still playing just, you know, once I have a, a working graphics card that can, uh, you know, display an image without blue screening my computer immediately. Um, <laughs> yeah, that might help. Anyway, in other news, Ubisoft CEO, you know, Ubisoft, they're my boys. He came out. You just assume they're gender. Eve, yeah. Yeah. His name is Eve Gilmo and he's a he's a man. No, he's a dude. Ubisoft. <laughs> they're my boys is what I thought you said. They're my boy. Yeah, it is what I said. Uh, I just covered. You see how I covered that up. <laughs> anyway, 
he came out and he was talking about Splinter Cell, which is something that, you know, uh, slams my prostate to quote a very wise person. And uh, it sounds like a stable genius. Yeah, exactly. So he came out and he's talking about Splinter Cell and talking about the fact that we haven't seen one in a long ass time, essentially saying that they're working on experiments and stuff. They want Splinter Cell to be a wide ranging thing. It's going to be on different devices. So I'm assuming they're going to do some sort of like VR thing. Maybe like a proper game, maybe like a mobile game. I don't know. They're they're just talking about how they're trying to do so much with it and they really want to nail it before they bring it back and just have the same thing over and over again, which Spice versus Mercs. That's all I ask. That's that's yes. Uh hundred percent. I'm with you right there. It can be just that. It doesn't have to be anything else. Just sell it to me sixty yeah. bucks, just that multiplayer mode. I'm I'm into it. I mean, I bought Rainbow Six Siege, so you know, I'll buy I'll buy that. I will fucking get into that. But otherwise, we don't have any information on when that okay. might happen. Uh, for so, anyone wondering, the last Splinter Cell but, game came out uh, in 2013. That was Blacklist. Yeah, and it's secretly the best John Wick game you'll ever play. <laughs> I, I mean, the fact that they're just talking about Splinter Cell in general gives me hope for the new game being soon. But yeah, they're not just like, ah, don't talk to us about it or whatever. Like, yeah. they know that people want it and they're going to eventually they're going to do it and they want to do it right. And I think that makes sense. Yep. Like I'm sure they want to work it into a way where it's got some sort of multiplayer component so they can have that stream of revenue coming in like that totally makes sense. That's what Ubisoft's all about. However, they have been doing single player Assassin's Creed's and just dumping DLC into them. So yeah, maybe it'll be both. I don't know. But what I do know about is a little game called Need for Speed Heat which was just announced uh, today, I think. Uh, leaked out a few days prior. I am the weird sort of person who has a soft spot for Need for Speed for some stupid reason. Uh, They're Need just... for Speed Underground 2 is like, I know that's kind of everyone's yeah. not really holy grail for racing games, just like definitely a memorable one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like the first one that was like, oh shit, tuner culture. And oh God, it's Fast and Furious, but I can play the game and I can soup up these cars and shit yeah well there were fast and furious games actually yeah but they weren't yeah they weren't Great. fantastic quote yeah. unquote games they did not have yeah. a big budget my cousin's band a local band from arizona in the tri-state area was in one of those games so was yeah. it like fast and furious showdown that game still good no it was uh it was tokyo drift uh they were they were in that 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 game good times uh, forgot that even existed yeah I, I forget that the franchise exists until something new comes out to be honest with you and i yeah happy with not knowing it's there until like it's there yeah Hobbs and shaw no. no okay no. when i saw the Hobbs and shaw trailer at first i was like what the fuck is this cheesy shit and then about like 20 seconds in i just like kind of started giggling by the end of that trailer, I was just like full blown fucking laughing at it. Like, what am I seeing? I think if this it, is if literally it everything Fast and Furious, I might have like taken a little bit more seriously. As weird as that sounds, I, I could not take it serious. I'm look. sick of The Rock. I'm just gonna say it. I'm sick of The Rock. I'm getting sick of Jason Statham always having to be the, the fucking cool guy. And same with The Rock. The Rock is either the the cool guy or the token uncool guy. Because he looks cool, but isn't. I don't know if this is true or not, but I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how there was some movie that The Rock, Jason Statham, and Vin Diesel were Actually, that might be Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, and there was stuff in their contract saying like, oh, I can't get punched more times than The Rock does. Or right. like dumb bullshit like that. Like, who, who could be the biggest man, essentially? Like, I yeah, mean, as I was watching the trailer, like always... 
It was just like every dude that drives a fucking lifted F-150 that probably takes up 70% of his paycheck. Every dude that fits that demographic probably thinks that's the coolest shit they've ever seen in their life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I had no clue. Yeah, like, I never Oh, dude. <laughs> do you think? I don't know. Part of me thinks. I don't that, think. Part of me <laughs> thinks that a fucking Kyle cries to every Fast and Furious movie somewhere yeah. in the world. Yeah, Jacob. To your point, um, it's so gross. The name of the movie is officially Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fucking rough. Yeah, that's awful. Uh, I don't know how we got here. Uh, Need for Speed Heat. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. So it's coming out, it's coming out in November. Uh, the problem with Need for Speed and the reason they took like a year off because it used to be like an annual thing is that it has no idea what it is. It has no identity whatsoever. The past, I don't know, 10 games can probably, you know, if you look at them, if you were to look at them in separate vacuums without knowing that they were need for speed games, you would think that they were completely different series of games, like individually. The last one that was essentially like, you know, there were cinematic fucking jumping off cars and shit you know fast and furious style and whatever um then they all they've always had the ones that were like oh you're running from the cops and then the yeah. cops have emps and shit and yeah. it it was just always so weird so i don't really know where this one is going they released a trailer and it was kind of awkward and <laughs> weird and bad <laughs> but i don't know they're they're either bringing in car customization options that are fucking wild and out there that i've never seen before and i'm not like the biggest i don't go fucking tuning my car but i'm familiar with you know your rocket bunnies of the world your the companies that have aftermarket parts for certain cars and they just have these fucking super wild aftermarket like spoilers and shit i don't (laughs) i don't know if they're just making shit up and they just want it to be like as weird as hell or what but that's the direction they're going. They really want you to tune your cars. It's going to be an open world thing. There's cops involved. They're rogue cops, apparently. So you're the good guy now, then? I don't know. I have no fucking you, idea, dude. So I've never actually, I've never you're played You're a street a, racer. You're just yeah, I've never played guy. a Need for Speed game, actually. But the, you're just a car, right? Like, you're not yeah, like there is, driving a car or anything. Yeah, this is not like a Grand Theft Auto or like a Driver 2 situation where you're mostly driving, but like walking around sometimes. Like, unless they do that for this one, which they might. I, I don't know. I just that's a thing that's coming, and I guess we'll find out more about that later. Oh man, our last piece of news. <laughs> oh, here. you sound so excited, Jordan. What is it? Tell me what it um, is. Toy company Mattel. Yeah. Hoverboards has in, has introduced three new Barbies. What are and, they? And their names are R two D two, Darth Vader, and Princess Leia. Uh, R2 I don't want to live on this planet anymore. I no. wish I was joking I mean, why, about any of this. What's wrong with that? You mean like what's wrong with Barbie in general or what's wrong with <laughs> the Barbie with Star Barbie. Wars crossover? I understand what's wrong with Barbie and like the the idea of like body image. I understand that. But in terms of like them make, trying to make, I don't know, I guess it does kind of seem like a disingenuine attempt to cross over Star Wars to get more girls into it. Well, see now. Here's here's the kicker. No, like that, I don't give a shit. But here's here's the extra kicker that might you might see things my way. Um, These are collectible items. 
so they're a hundred bucks a pop. Ooh. So this is not I, about they're not trying to getting, spread Barbies to to young girls and spread Star Wars and get them into you know sci-fi stuff and tell them that it's okay to like that. No, they're just <laughs> this is for like creepy old dudes who have a basement full of weird shit. Yeah, I there's got to be some crossover there of like female Star Wars fans that are also like Barbie collectors or something, but I I don't can't picture any neck beard out there that's like, I gotta have my Darth Vader Barbie, please. <laughs> well, like, you know, I was waiting in a line 10 hours. There just became hundreds of thousands of them with the announcement of this. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little high, but I don't, I just don't, I don't like it. It's fucking weird. I think it's strange. I would appreciate it a lot more if they were like, cause actually we were at Walmart the other day and I was trying to, pick up a gift for my nephew for his birthday we're looking at barbies and they're all like under 10 bucks i was kind of surprised by the price of barbie yeah, yeah i, I guess mean, they haven't really thought about it they gotta sell it right? that movie comes out yeah what movie star the wars barbie or a barbie are they making a barbie movie yep oh i had no idea with what if, margot robbie as barbie oh it's a live action yep what if uh what if barbies show up in <laughs> the star wars that uh D and D are writing. That would be. Don't even great. joke about that. Just because I want the trolls' heads to explode, I really <laughs> I want do. that to happen. You know, I and I don't know if it's because I'm a troll or what it is, but I really want to see them just get shit on one more time. Especially after they like sidestepped E3 Comic Con, Comic Con. They sidestepped yeah. Comic Con because they knew they were gonna they were gonna get hard questions, and I think that's shitty. And I just want to see them get shit on again. I hope that yeah, but like, is that the reason? For it I hope they're scared of that, and they put all their fucking as much as they possibly can to in the Star Wars movie. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't. I I, I, I doubt they dropped out of Comic Con because they were afraid of it. I don't like, know. There was a ton of backlash against yeah. them, whether or not it was warranted. I mean, I know yeah, we disagree still... with ninety eight percent of the pissed off nerds, so there's only like a two percent agreement. But I don't know. I think they knew that they were in fucking hot water. Oh yeah. Yeah, but then they wouldn't even have even agreed to go in the first place. Like, yeah, you know, they would have dropped out a lot earlier. Given the like the thing that they just signed, I think they signed a big deal with Netflix. Um, given that, I'm more inclined to believe that it was contract talks rather than they were afraid to talk to some sweaty nerds. <laughs> but hey, well, I, I don't know I think, anything. I think it's a little so, bit of a, actually, you know what? That neck beard for like an hour. Me, if like I if I made a million, a pay me pay me a million dollars, I'll get yelled at by anyone. I will if I was a writer, I would take whatever amount of like now that now that Jordan mentions that they probably just don't care. It kind of makes sense to me because it's like how much money's in their bank accounts? Do they do they really actually are they truly, truly hurt that their content? No, not at all. They already got paid. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm sure that they're they're upset that people think that this thing that they poured so much fucking time and energy into was bad. They did, and they think though. that they're bad because of it. I don't think they poured as much as they thought into it. I think they cut corners intentionally. I don't agree with that. They were offered oh, 10 episodes and took six. I think I mean, we're far we, enough we away from that? Game of Thrones that, uh, yeah, I think they've that's been like confirmed. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm the person who did not. I, also I, didn't, like I thought it was totally I liked fine. what happened. Yeah, I didn't like, hate it, but I didn't I, love, I didn't like the pacing of it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into whether or not writing made sense or not. Cause that's subjective, but I, I definitely did not like the pacing which would have been resolved with the extra four episodes that were reportedly turned down by the two of them. So yeah, no, I anyways, fu- it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's, who knows? It's uh, yeah, I mean, it's the middle of August. We don't need to, we don't yeah, need to like, have the game of Thrones. talk. Yeah. Cause honestly, like I'm <laughs> done caring TV about anybody who didn't like else. it. Yeah. Yeah. Rewrite yeah, it. J- Jacob's it. off the podcast. 
the reason we're bullshitting about this still is because there's no more news left. So, <laughs> oh, cool. Well, <laughs> so what'd y'all do? Yeah, last uh, week. Well, to be honest with you, I kind of want to talk more about what I ate than what I played. All right. Let's see. Yeah. Well, no, because what I, quest. I, I food quest. All right. So, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm trying to think. So we actually jumped into My Hero Academia. Hell yeah. We uh. That is not food. Yeah, I know. Food second. Uh, nerd stuff first. Oh. Uh, um. <laughs> that sounded like food. Yeah, that was food. That was, no, that was beer. Sorry. Um. We watched the first episode or part of the first episode of My Hero Academia just kind of in like a frantic search for another anime. And of course, the first episode is like Midoriya kind of being a little bitch. He's a, a little bitch most of the first season. It gets better. Oh, yeah. It's already gotten better three episodes in. Like Kendra and I just we I watched ahead and I told her I was like, give this show some time. Let's just watch it. Yeah. And as soon as like spoiler alert, spoiler alert, uh, third episode spoiler it's uh when one of the episodes ends with midoriya being like and this is how i became the greatest hero of all time and i'm like oh shit (laughs) i mean obviously this is coming because he's like the underdog quirkless fucking bullied nerd who just wants to be a hero more than anything and is like more on fire for it than any other kid of course this has how this fucking show goes but I'm I'm already hooked. I'm hooked. I'm ready to watch more. Good. I'm glad you're into it because that and Attack on Titan are two of the what best the, animes. That... What was the other anime that I mentioned? Uh, somebody told me about it. One, my friend that works at the grocery store that I shop at was telling me uh, it's kind of it's along the lines of Gundam, like Mech oh, Fighters. Gurren okay, Gurren Logan. Uh, this is all I was told about it that kind of piqued my interest, but. I don't know. And I haven't watched any of it. Jacob, you've seen a little bit of it, but the show opens um, kind of in like an attack on Titan esque universe where they, these people live underground and underground is all they know above ground is like place of death that no one's ever been. They're the last people. That's how the show opens. And my friend said that by the end of the show, they are fighting in like universe sized mechs, throwing galaxies at each oh, other. Yeah, dude. And like just insane shit like that. I'm like, okay. Season two I is so been... much. I, it only has two seasons as far as I'm aware. Uh, season two was so much different than season one that it could have been a different show, honestly. <laughs> Just when he was like, yeah, they're like throwing galaxies and planets at each other yeah. as weapons. And I'm like, that is fucking so stupid. I want to watch. And you get a little bit of like ridiculously huge mechs at the very end of season one. Uh, but season two's, yeah, it's it's wild. I'm just and, impressed that he said it's kind of like Gundam and you immediately knew which one it would it. Which <laughs> he was talking was. about the discord earlier. So many animes are exactly like Gundam. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I dropped. I talked to her and then uh, i talked a little bit earlier i played kendra and i've been playing a lot of war of the warcraft a lot of what a lot of war of the warcraft of the warcraft world um i i'm still just kind of shocked that i've paid for two months of game time and i'm i think i'm coming to a close on my second month and i still want to log into this game and put in some time every day yeah, how how long ago did the 8.2 come out? It's been probably two months, right? Uh, coming up on two months. Yeah, I'm. I've still haven't gotten back into it, partially because you know I don't have a job and can't make enough gold in game to pay for my sub. But you have all the time in the world to make gold now, though. <laughs> yeah, but I got I got to pay for the sub first, which is the part about me not having a job or any money. I'll pay for your first sub. You just have to know life it and oh. <laughs> make enough gold to pay it. It's not. It's honestly not that much if you farm a lot. It's like. 130,000 gold, which 
I know that sounds like a lot to you. It's not a lot anymore. I don't support this. Oh, you'll support it? No, no. He doesn't. He oh, does not okay. support it. Like, you're, the you're off the cast. Wow person this that is I like, no. we're shutting the podcast Trace, down if any more people play wow WoW. Dealer. He's just like, yo, dude, I'll hook you up. I'll give you a taste. The, and then you just, you just provide the rest. Oh, you can't yeah. find a vein? I'll find one for you, brother. Come here. <laughs> oh, I fucking got you. I'll just stab around until I get something. It'll be fine. <laughs> you ever put this shit in your eyeball? It's great. But All the right. thing, the other oh, thing sorry. is, I can I can fake being good at like Destiny. I can get by there if I'm actually trash. Because there's but no wow, you yes like, meters. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you legitimately have to be good. There's not a percentage I'm, saying, "Hey, this person did double your damage." Yeah, because, yeah. and the whole party knows. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you'll see that. Yeah, I mean, and but we'll accept you more than other people will. People with experience in Destiny are also <laughs> just like familiar yeah. with it. Try to mute myself before I sneezed. I'm sorry. <laughs> didn't work um, out i know honestly like nerd shit that's really all we uh all i've done however i want to get the food quest real quick because <laughs> monday was mine and kendra's third anniversary and we've been we've been pretty diligent with saving money and like shopping out of the out of the ads and just yeah, pretty much totally. we usually we can usually make a meal for like one to two dollars a meal per person nice yeah and so we've been able to save quite a bit of money so we're like hey it's our anniversary we're gonna go I made reservations at a steakhouse that was like it was like the second top rated steakhouse in Vegas. And we went there. And so we got there and ordered some cocktails because they weren't uh, seating. My happy hour special cocktail was was seven dollars. And then for our appetizer, we got a, a like an inch thick piece of bacon that gets slow cooked for like, like, I think all day. And then it gets seared in a really hot pan to give it, you know, the crispy, crunchy outside. But it's like fucking butter on the inside. And then it gets topped with a bourbon glaze and pickled red jalapenos. And oh my fuck, it was probably the most, the most delicious thing I've eaten <laughs> up there with the steak that I ordered, which I ordered a forty-five day dry aged uh, prime or not prime rib. Well, yeah, a prime ribeye. So prime is like the top cut of beef, and it's also been dry aged which brings out some beefy flavors and steak right yeah that was the yeah honestly if you can go to a restaurant once a year and order a dry uh dry aged steak i would recommend it it's a little beefier more more complex flavor more tender i would say like my ribeye was just as tender as the filet mignon that kendra ordered oh really yeah, and then for sides, we ordered lobster mac and cheese and uh, potatoes au gratin, which is like the cheesy potatoes, but they had bacon. Is that like that one lady on uh, My Strange Addiction? That yeah, she's only cheesy potatoes. Yes, she she is potatoes au gratin with legs <laughs> and uh, lungs. And then um, they they were like, "Oh, you guys here for any special occasion?" And I was like, "I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna use this to my advantage." I'm like, "Yeah, it's our anniversary." They didn't ask if we were married, but it's our dating anniversary. And I know some people are weird about dating and marriage, but like I've been with Kendra for three years. That's we're celebrating yeah. it. So they, they, the, our server, I don't know how this works, but like they, he brought out two desserts. He was like, he on one platter, he's like, so this is my favorite dessert. It's our butter pecan cake covered in caramel. And then this is our chocolate ganache crisp cake or whatever. It's my wife's favorite dessert. Happy anniversary, guys. So we got a free dessert, which I would question to call it free because as I will close out, I will drop the total that this fucking sent us back. But Wait, I'm going to say that it was well Let's just well say worth. again that you guys normally have dinner for $1 or $2 each. Per person. Right, is what you said. Per, per person. person. So yes. So uh, renting at, we'll say $5 total is normally what you guys spend. Yeah. 
on yeah because i mean there's some days that it's more some days it's less so um as far as cocktails went i had like my special kendra ordered a rosé like a couple rosé cocktails and then when our we had water until our steaks came out in which case we had i think the server went and got the sommelier and uh sent out some samples for kendra to try with her steak and then he brought me a glass of scotch which was delicious it was a 14 year age scotch beautiful uh belvini nice uh the caribbean cask fucking terrific so yeah the the free dessert had to have been somewhere included in the $300 bill however <laughs> it was terrific and i would and honestly it kind of like lit a fire under me for like just being being financially smart because it was a really awesome experience and if you guys can ever like take 100 200 dollars and go eat at like a real like a high end restaurant i so suggest doing it because it feels so nice just for a day just to like take a break and like it's it's one of those restaurants that they say like you ask them oh can i get a to go box i can't finish this and they just take everything off your plate and like package it in its own shit for you and like it's like one of those know, so everyone just where they wrap it up in yeah. foil and make the foil look like a squirrel yeah yeah and it was just so over the top and like we felt really taken care of and it really fucking made the day awesome yeah that's cool i've never i've never like went out to a super fancy place for dinner like that before but i've dropped a bill or two on we've got some a few like speakeasies around san diego okay uh I would so actually suggest my... doing that on like sushi. If sushi is your thing, I've heard that high end sushi is like some next level shit that cannot be yeah, matched. Yeah. But yeah. Now that I'm done with my, oh, uh, now that I'm like fully fucking erect talking about that <laughs> meal again, man, I think I, I, I'm going to pass the torch to Jordan. Jordan, what'd you do, man? What, tell me what'd you eat first? What'd you eat today? Uh, eggs cool. and waffles and a banana. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, uh, Think I ego or my, yeah oh yeah just well like off-brand oh, ego man i would know? say at least you sprung for the good stuff no nah, i mean it's good shit i think it's like the costco stuff but oh. uh yeah anyway <laughs> i i don't eat food uh you spending 300 dollars on food just made my asshole hurt <laughs> oh dude that's what food does to me every day uh yeah, my asshole was in pain because I ate so much food that like I had to shit twice before we left the restaurant and I had to stop at a gas station between Vegas and here to take a so shit. So each one Jesus. of those shits was $100. You yeah. took three $100 shits on the way home. That's some high end. Um, was so their bathroom nice? What I did. No, one of the stalls was out of order. God damn it. I wonder why. Yeah, probably because somebody fucking got out of it. Probably because someone shot a fucking eighty dollars steak down the damn thing out of their asshole. Yeah, <laughs> probably true. So no, I didn't do any of that. Um, I, I I can't. But what I did do, I did go to the movies and I did watch scary stories to tell uh, in the dark. I, I made a and... noise that I haven't got to see it yet. Uh, what can I say about what can I say about this movie? Um. It's pretty faithful, as far as I remember, to the first book. How are the creatures? It, they're the, good. The makeup, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it's all really good. Like, uh, technically speaking, mm -hmm. there was there was one that like I wasn't too into as far as like what they decided to do with it. But I was really interested in how they were going to turn this book of like essentially an anthology book, you know, these short stories, and make it into one cohesive thing, yeah. like a reason for these stories to be together. And they did really well with it. I thought it was better than I was expecting that okay. portion to be. I want to say, and it's been so long, I started reading the book, but I did not get too far into it before seeing this. 
I want to say that the overarching story is also a story in the book or in one of the books. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, it was cool. It was really jump scary, but it's got to be for like a kid. It's a kid's horror movie. They can't like, I mean, y- yeah, no, like honestly, it felt, it felt a little bit like uh goosebumps at times oh, that, that, uh, that, that most recent goosebump movies. Um, but at the same time, it felt like a lot more than that. It was a lot better than that. And yeah, I thought it was done really fucking well. I think it's worth seeing if you're into horror stuff. The kid actors were really fucking good because there's I think three books. There are three books and they didn't even cover all the stories in the first book. You know, yeah, I would like to see them make more. I don't know that that they will. Yeah. From what I heard, the the opening weekend in America alone was almost the budget. So it seems like it's going to be profitable. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so I yeah, I don't know. It's it's that kind of middle ground PG-13 horror movie. Yeah. I wouldn't say that it's something made for kids though. You know, like it's not I know those books were technically kids books, but they were still really kind of fucked up for that. Oh no, yeah. I would never uh, um as a not as a parent, as a some point future parent, I don't know that I would let my 7-year-old, however old I was when I first read those books, uh, you know, just read them whenever they felt like it. Yeah, now, that I being mean, said, I did buy all of the books and have them still sealed so I can traumatize my child yeah. when I choose to. But right. yeah, I don't know. It's it's always been that weird middle ground, right? Like the age for those stories, because, you know, they're just they're just stories. And just like anything else, I, I can't really explain why in my head and in a lot of people's heads, something like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is technically more adult than this, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just that the, these stories get into some really fucked up shit that would really fucking freak you out <laughs> yeah. as a kid. Like like the girl with the spiders coming out of her face. The next time a kid has a fucking welt on his face or a spider bite on his yeah, face or his arm thing. or something, he's going to be really fucking freaked out by that, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't need to say anything more about it. I thought it was really good. We're seeing. Uh, I don't know that it's like run out to the theater yeah. and see it necessarily, but it was it was really 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 well done so it has that going for it uh the guy that played abe sapien played any of the the monsters in it i just know he's in a ton of del toro stuff so oh i don't know actually i don't remember what the actor's name is but the guy that was the the fish monster in in um, water and stuff played two fish men i'm just now realizing yeah no he's he's fish man all over the place (laughs) um i don't know actually I'm gonna look it up as I keep talking about what I did next. Del Toro uh, well, only... like a homie that would help his, help his bro out. Like, yeah, like he that. does a lot of that shit. Uh, he is not in this movie. He is in what we do in the shadows. But um, the only other thing I really did is I played a little indie game called Streets of Rogue, and like Streets of Rage. Not at all, actually. Oh. <laughs> um, it's really cool. So it's it's got this. So humor in games is hard, right? Like it's really yeah. fucking hard yeah. to make a game that's genuinely funny. That's why Portal was such a revelation when it happened. It does have this humor in it that I think is really fucking good. Uh, it looks a little bit like uh, Prison Prison Simulator or The Escapist. You know, it's okay. this pixelated isometric thing with the walls and everything. And you kind of see the people walking around. But it's a roguelite probably is the term where you're... You start with a character and your mission is to get to like the top of this city. You know, it's like um, like Judge Dredd style. The city is a vertical building type situation. And I don't know. It's just got a lot of things going on where like you can walk through and until you see somebody who's hostile to you, you can just like walk past people or until you like attack somebody. But it also has 
you know, computers that you have to hack to get through. Uh, your characters have specific abilities, like the the hacker, let's say, can remotely hack computers. Um, but then, you know, the fucking security robots will be like, oh, shit, something's going wrong and they'll come after you. And it's just I'm doing a real bad job of explaining why this game is so fucking good. But this game is so fucking good. Uh, it's 20 bucks. And I recommend that anyone who likes that sort of game plays it because Maybe it's got just time, so much fucking going on. What is it? Um, rogue. OK, cool. <laughs> Streets of Rogue. And the way the developer puts it is it's Nuclear Throne meets Deus Ex mixed with GTA. So <laughs> take that for what you will. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's fucking wild. And that's the only thing I really <laughs> fucking did, to be honest. Um, shit. I, I played another game called Third Eye and I played it for like two minutes and it I was bad. So I stopped playing Third it Eye this week. Um, OK, see, they're both bad. So thanks for making the correlation. I actually got Lyle to admit oh, that he doesn't hate Tool. But he really dislikes Tool, right? Uh, is that why he's not here is he afraid <laughs> that afraid i'm gonna us. attack him no uh no he pretty much said that they're okay but their fans make him hate the band which is understandable their twiddle twitter handle makes me hate the band what is it tool effing tool no <laughs> i wish Lord. i was joking anyway <laughs> matt what'd you do with your life sat here and left creepily for the last 30 minutes <laughs> all right I was gonna say, yeah are you okay just caught up from the desk <laughs> and isn't actually here <laughs> no i heard him i knew no, he was here uh, i mean i was just zoned the absolute fuck out and told matt did tell us that he got a new weed pen last week yeah <laughs> matt did get a new weed pen so <laughs> Matt may have just smoked himself into so, absence. I, I, I did find out something absolutely incredible about that about that thing. So my sister and I were sitting in the living room and I was playing Destiny and doing my crucible shit for the grind. And I was a crucible god, but I don't remember any of it. I'm telling you, dude, that's the only time I'm good at Tetris 99 is when I'm like, not quite bagoof, but I'm like, but just like stone to the bone, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I the, like I remember just landing headshot after headshot. You saw the matrix just, like in right? super slow-mo. That's what I said. Like, I was like, God damn, I just need to play crucible like this every time. Are you guys pulling one over on me? Are you just smoking? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, my, I was fucking gone, dude. My only problem <laughs> is the first time that has ever happened because of that stupid ass pin. So I didn't, the, the, the way, line, I didn't share this, but I text Matt. And I was like, you alive? His response to, <laughs> by the way, this is like 15 minutes after. This is at 7.20. We'd already been recording for a while. I'm like, I'm worried about Matt. So I asked, you alive? Matt's response, barely. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you come back from the grave. Isn't that all of our actual response, if we're being honest? Oh, yeah. yeah, barely. So did you do anything <laughs> else? I I. I... I, um, All right. I don't know if Jacob already talked to it. Yeah, Jacob, no, have you finished? I, I have finished it. I have not talked about it yet. Okay. We we can can we talk about this, guys? Yes. We, we got to talk about this. So when Jonathan Hickman, the writer of the current X Men series, said these first few episodes are going to have not just the most important moment in X Men history, but in Marvel history, he wasn't fucking kidding. Do we, like, holy shit. We can talk about it. This isn't a movie. There's not the 15 people that listen to this podcast probably aren't like super into x-men and reading comics right now and we fully dive into it right? it's been a week there if you don't want to hear it go away <laughs> <laughs> um so basically they were setting up 
completely different quota for the X-Men. Um, at the end of the first issue, it's, you've got Moira McTaggart, brilliant scientist, longtime ally of the X-Men, sometimes lover of Charles Xavier, <laughs> having Charles Xavier read her mind. And you didn't think any of it at that point until like two weeks later when it's like, oh, yeah, she's the most powerful mutant uh, fucking alive and has been single-handedly groundhog daying the entire Marvel Universe for the last 60 yeah, years. She's so, the one constant, apparently. Yeah. In and the... everything. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter what timeline, no matter what year it was written, Moira McDaggart is the one link to everything. She so she yeah, she she is essentially a mutant, but her power is uh reincarnation. So as long as she lives to I think the age of thirteen, around then when I'm using air quotes that you can't see your mutant powers <laughs> tend to manifest themselves. Um so basically she's just trying to Started out, she's trying to kill all the mutants and then got fucked up. And then I, I don't, man, it's it's honestly fucking wild. She uh, has been a part of every single event over the course of the Marvel Universe in some way, shape, or form. I'm basically, try to bring up the the one page that oh, that the timeline that it's all there. She was in. Yeah, the other thing that House of X and Powers of X have done, which is fantastic and I think super cool, is they have pages that are essentially just like dossier files from I'm gonna say Shield, but I know that that's not right. Some Shield computer. So it's got all of the information that they've gathered on all of this shit. Uh, so it's a lot of, you get a ton of exposition and stuff without having to, you know, have characters talk about, oh, remember when, I, I can't even think yeah, of Yeah, like, if you don't know who Nimrod is, then it explains who Nimrod is. Like, it, it's it's done very well. Gives you a lot of info, more info than you would get in a normal book, and it kind of slows down the pace of it, too, so you can kind of... Also, this shit is way different than any X-Men thing, so, or I guess, it's not different, but the motivations behind characters... Uh, it's so fucking cool. So Xavier has planted flowers all over the world and these flowers grow into giant trees that are like habitats or they call them uh, i need, just need oh, to bring Kr the fucking comic up krakoa oh. is a mutant or was a mutant i don't know if it is any longer basically mutants create their own nation on top of the back of one other gigantic huge land mass of a mutant and they start going from there and then so that's the first book when we're introduced well, also, to charles is now the leader of the mutant rebellion's not the right word because he's not like magneto you know they're not out there like fucking shit up but he has uh somehow solved every disease or something like that so he's got a medicine that will cure literally anything he's got all these things trying to legitimize the mutant community as an actual like sovereign state so he's trying to like lever use you know some of their shit as leverage to like become acknowledged but also oh, magneto's got this fantastic thing at the end and of is it the first powers of x or the first house of it's, x it's where, the first house of x yeah he's he's talking to these people that are supposed to be government officials but then uh emma frost is obviously with magneto Kinkin, uh <laughs> reads all of their minds and you find out that they're actually like shield agents or you know x agents of other things that are basically there to to gather information and magneto talks about religion and how mutant kind are ascending to another level and then says something along the lines of we are your new gods now. And that's just how the first issue ends. And it, it sent a shiver down my spine and I literally had goosebumps. Right. Just reading that one line. Right. Uh, <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> I think it, I think that this run is going to, unfortunately for Ariel, uh, spark my compulsion to collect comics again. Yeah. I just got the last four years worth of X-Men books. So not if she says you can't have any money. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> shut up. It's a really good point, it turns out. <laughs> That's why I'm currently reading them all for free online. Yeah. Oh, shit. But to get back to Moira, she basically has 10 lives, maybe 11 if she makes the right choices, according to another character. The timeline that we are in is Moira 10. So the Powers of X and House of X oh, I didn't is that. Powers of 10 and House of 10. So it is because House of X is the now. It's what's happening now. Powers of X is like 100 years and 1000 years into the future of this of her 10th timeline. So it's when they actually win, basically. And it's it's fucking nutty. Like it, it, I think you'd have to fucking read them, but <laughs> it's fucking nutty. Like how absolutely batshit insane the writers of this fucking thing are. Yeah, but if it was D and D, everyone would be like, "That's lazy." <laughs> oh, that's the thing. It's not lazy. Like I haven't seen because basically what he did is like combined every timeline into exactly. one and made them relevant. Like every single timeline is now relevant because like which one which moira is this yeah he... um, so she teams up with magneto and then but the avengers and the x-men stop her she teams up with apocalypse and then we don't know what happens because that ends like the only life we don't see of hers is her sixth life and i'm pretty sure that's going to come into play later in the story anyways but and then finally she comes to the realization that hey if i could just get xavier and Charles to fucking work together, we're gonna fucking level the human race, basically. So, oh yeah, and that, and that interaction it. where Moira and Charles go to speak to Magneto in the House of M. Uh, I'm I'm a fucking sucker for X Men. I've said it on the show before that they're always my favorite comics and shit like that. But this one is it's something else. I they're online. You should read them. I read them in the morning when I'm taking a shit. That's what I did. Yeah. Uh, this this is finish a whole like, issue in one shit. Dude, yeah, you know like what 10 15 long minutes? Yeah. It's... <laughs> Longer than in the bedroom, I'll tell you that. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, no, it's for real. <laughs> Q Bustin. What? What? That song Bustin. I don't know what that okay. is. Anyway. <laughs> That sounds like a lot of fun. I haven't read a comic book in years. Maybe I should do that. I don't know. I had like neither until this, so for that, <laughs> my first one in like six years. Yeah, I'm yeah. so out of touch with comics, but like even I've noticed like the 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 waves that this has created among Matt and Jacob and other people in the in the Discord server that are comic readers or comic fans. Oh, there's also like in the the future future mutants that were like born. At, of sex slaves on Mars or some shit like that that have the powers of multiple mutants. Like Mr. Sinister found a, a way to. <laughs> that's, that's the greatest fucking insert in this entire series so far is basically, yeah, we set up breeding pits on Mars under Mr. Senator. Two pages later, yeah, and Mr. Sinister did the most Mr. <laughs> Sinister thing ever and betrayed us all and took it all over. So that's why we're here. And But you do <laughs> see some of those bitching ass mutants in the future. Uh, on the cover of one of them is essentially a, a female colossus who also has kitty pride powers and also yep. somehow has magic sword i still don't know how she like got that or if that's part of the powers right. but um and then she's like buddies with a dude that's obviously some unless that it that's not uh the nightcrawler dude night, yeah nightcrawler's yeah, like kid yeah. or something like that right no they're, they're way too far into the future they're 
they're genetically okay. Yeah, I thought so. Put together, well, created. Also, Logan and Magneto were there. Logan, I could get him living that long because he he was old man Logan in those few frames that he was in those issues. Mm-hmm. But same thing with like Zorn and stuff. How did that? Unless that's just another mutant with the same powers that like took on the mantle and it's not actually the same. Yeah, person. that's what I would imagine. But it's fucking good, man. I could talk about X-Men for hours. If, if they reintroduce you him into the MCU, <laughs> then this is how it needs to be done. Like, just have them pop up with Krakoa and be like, yeah, you're all our bitch now. So get used to it. Cool. Cool. I feel, I feel like I fell asleep through that. But... <laughs> fucking hit my head on the mud. What? What? Shit. This... Oh, Jesus. Are we recording with the thing now where it's funny if I leave long pauses after uh, no one says anything? Again, they're automatically removed, so... Oh, I wasn't sure if Me6 did that or not. No, I do that. Uh, Jacob, what'd you do? (laughs) Yeah, let me bring up my my list. Uh, Yeah, bring up that list. I have not been on the podcast uh, two weeks, three weeks, maybe? Uh, Not not long enough. Scroll that far back. Last week? I don't remember. No, because I was still... What year is it? Uh, I talked about like going to see Wicker Man and Sinjuro and shit like that. The bees! The bees! (laughs) Well, Ariel and I went and saw the original Wicker Man. Oh, Uh, so there was there was no bees in in that one. No Uh, Nick Cage freakout. I am trying to talk her into watching the Nick Cage one just because I. I know it's trash, but I think I need to let her forget a little bit more about the movie first before we uh, try to get into it. Uh, I went and saw a couple of Comic-Con live shows. Stop me if I've talked about this on the podcast already. Uh, Comic-Con I don't think so. A month ago at this point. Uh, but I went to a live showing of The Adventure Zone, which is an awesome Dungeons & Dragons podcast by the McElroy family. If you don't listen to their shows you should uh, my brother my brother and me is also oh, okay oh one that, that one i okay. constantly listen to every week same people um, yeah yeah same, same three brothers uh and their dad and, right? and, the, and their dad and the dungeon dragons that's one, yeah. awesome um the only my favorite thing i've heard about my brother my brother and me is the short the uh, uh the abbreviated version of it just spells ma bim bam yep and they, in the early episodes anyway, they joke about calling their fans Mabim Bambinos, which I think is fucking hilarious. <laughs> but that was like eight years ago, and I don't think that uh, any of them would say that anymore. Not that it's bad, it just sounds like, you call someone a Mabim Bambino, that sounds like a derogatory Yeah, it sounds like a derogatory term for an Italian. Um, so they normally, they had this huge arc that spanned three years or something like that, uh, where they were playing just strictly Dungeons and Dragons, uh, fifth edition, I think. They've since moved on from that, where they're playing an arc they're calling Amnesty, and they're playing, I don't remember what the game is, but it's essentially a creature of the week thing. Uh, Maybe the Fate system or something along those lines. So they're like making a move and then rolling dice, and what they roll depends on if it passes or or fails or if there's a mixed success. Um, So it's a a little more narrative-driven than it is like, oh, I'm going to run up and swing my axe at that guy. And then, you know, rolling your hit and damage. Uh, right. But for the live show, they did something totally different. They did a homebrewed game called Into the Dadlands, oh where all four of them, there was a, a guest DM who I, I couldn't tell you who the guy was, but I'm sure people that listen to other uh, live play podcasts would probably know him. Uh, so each each of them was a dad from a different tribe of dads. It was like you know, post-apocalypse kind of Mad Max. Uh, so one of them was like the barbecue dad and he like could create smoke to cover the, you know, lake cover for them and shit like that. And one dad was like the sports dad. Oh, so he God. was kind of like the tank. The other one was the car dad. And then 
uh, one of them was like vacation dad. So he, you know, was the healer and had bottles of water for everyone and shit like that. It was, it was really funny, but instead of dice, they all had fanny packs on and their fanny pack had five green poker chips and five red poker. Green was like, uh, I don't remember the words they used, but like good and bad. So if you wanted to do something, say you wanted to like punch someone, you could say, I want to punch this guy, but I don't want to kill him. So I'm going to try to pull a green card or a green poker chip. So they'd shove their hand in their fanny pack and try to pull out a green, uh, poker chip and if they did then like that was a success if they pulled a red one then they lost that chip and it would affect the game later on because sometimes you want to pull the red chip or you want to pull the green chip like if you wanted to punch the dude and kill him you'd want to pull the red chip for that uh it was stupid and funny and i mean exactly what i expected it to Mm -hmm. be uh and then that same night i also went to a live taping of last podcast on the left they did a taping Oh, I don't know if they did a taping. Live show. Now that I say that, yes. <laughs> I'm so uh, jealous of that. I really wanted uh, to, yeah. but it's there. It, it was fucking good. I mean, if he if you listen to the podcast, you know how those boys are. Uh, a lot of cryptids. I've watched someone shit their pants. <laughs> yeah, they do this they thing. play hilarious videos too. Yeah, it totally reminded me of if you guys watch their streams. They do this thing called "Will you please turn off the stream now" or something like that. Or they'll just play a video trying to get people to turn off the stream and just leave yeah they try to find uh, the worst shit that they can and it's terrific i love that i love it and honestly a few times it's gotten to where i'm like oh my god i don't think i can be <laughs> fucking watching this so yeah th- this one didn't dive too heavily into like cryptids and stuff the one thing i remember from the first live show that i went to uh for them two years ago which i was way too fucking stoned to remember was they talked about the pope lick monster which is some cryptid they have uh Oh, the Pope Lick, yeah. There's a lot of eight-year-old boys familiar with the Pope (laughs) Lick. You know, they yelled about aliens for a while, which is always my favorite part. And then uh, Ben talked about wrestling for like 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. That dude, I sent Trace a snap. He walked out on stage (laughs) with six Bud Lights for himself. (laughs) For an hour-long show. Yep, and finished most of them within the first 20 minutes, I want to say. They have talked on that podcast many times about Kissel's not only drinking abilities, but like his, like how much food he can eat and how fast he can eat. I mean, the dude's fucking huge too. He's what? Is six, he seven. seven? No, okay. he's six, seven. But there was, they had an eating contest at a show where was Henry at, was, was trying. San Diego, Not at the live show, but they had an adult swim thing. They were also doing. Yeah. Uh, it was a live stream that they did. And uh, it was Henry against Ben in a taco eating contest. And Henry was like, like trying to choke down a taco and it one was just taco. like yeah one taco and he was like i looked over at ben and it was just like he was having a leisurely meal but he was just killing me yeah i think he ate eight to himself or something like that um i lost my place in the discord but oh uh the, my next thing after comic con live shows just as still having a busted ass computer uh um, yep so Yep, shit's still broken. Uh, not broken, good. life's broken. Fucking rocking my old. Oh, let me actually see what this graphics card is. When I downloaded for Mac, it actually told me, so I didn't have to like look it up. Uh, I think I'm currently running a GTX 560 Ti. So that was quite Hot. a jump. You know, I, I had that that 2070 or whatever it was for a month. I got beautiful crystal clear images for a month. And it's all been taken away from me now, and it feels awful. Uh, Get that shit back, motherfuckers at Zotac. Hey, uh, <laughs> Raphael, who works for customer service at Zotac, if you listen to our podcast, reply to my email, please. 
Oh, I think he's replying right now, actually. That's oh, yeah. Yep. Good I call. just got the notification. Um, yeah, good fucking call on yeah, that he's, one. He's somehow listening live, despite the fact that we're not streaming it anymore. <laughs> he heard it, which is really unsettling. But That's you know what? the worst part of all of it, yeah. Um, I've been playing a, a lot of Overwatch, and I'm, but uh, the new Hero Sigma just released Is his name this week. Ligma? Sigma is that nuts. what it was? Yeah. Ligma? Uh, okay, I already got this the Ligma nuts joke out. All right, moving on. <laughs> new tank hero. He's pretty fucking fun. Uh, his story also is for Overwatch having like zero lore in it. Essentially, uh, his is pretty fucking cool. He was a scientist working on. I'm gonna totally butcher it because I read it once two months ago when they released information about his character. But he was working on say renewable energy or some shit like that on a space station and ended up uh like creating a black hole. And then I think the black hole is he created a black black hole in his brain because I just got a spray earlier that is like a CT scan that shows a head. But then also remember when they showed the picture of the black hole a couple of months ago, it was kind of a, a orange smudge. It like has that inside of the CT oh, scan. Okay. Um, but he's like fucking insane. So he was he went insane after that accident, was put into an asylum. And then Talon broke him out because they wanted to like harness his powers or like that. Um, so he's got a, a bitchin costume that it's kind of reminiscent of a straight jacket. Uh, not really a straight jacket, but like uh, the kind of clothes you would wear in an asylum. So he, he's barefoot and, you know, he's got kind of like ankle cuffs and big wrist cuffs for restraints. Uh, he, I mean, I don't have to get into like the moves and shit like that, but he's, he's super fun to play. Uh, I haven't yet jumped into quick play. I'm going to wait until role queuing comes out, which they're currently, uh, they were testing on the PTR, but I think it's, they're testing it in competitive before it goes to quick play, which obviously makes sense. That's uh, usually backwards of what they do though. They usually hold shit out of comp while it gets sorted out in quick play. I think this is one thing that competitive players in particular had asked for. Uh, okay. So I, I think that's why they're, they're testing it there first. Cool. Uh, I'm not sure if that, they had tested that on PTR or not. I would assume they did, but I didn't uh, really get into any of that shit. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I just can't fucking muster the strength to launch Overwatch. <laughs> but you play WoW. I guess WoW's fun again, so I can't give you shit. But I mean, it's arguably the same because I'm not even like like I said in a previous episode. I was like, oh, I was I was so excited for the non-randomization loot, but it's only a specific kind of loot from a certain place and i've already kind of moved past it and i'm just doing like the same content that we were before but having fun with it somehow yeah. uh so that catches up all of this shit from like a month ago that shit. i had written down uh now more f recent stuff that i'll actually remember uh i've been watching a lot not a lot i've been watching more movies recently than just like sitting down and watching bob's burgers again for the <laughs> fifth time in a row <laughs> Um, so Ariel and I watched I Am Mother uh, uh, earlier in the week. Have any of you guys seen that? Nope. No. It was good. I liked it. A uh, Netflix movie where the apocalypse happens. There's a vault underground that's full of human embryos uh, and a robot in, you know, in charge of taking care of them. So she takes out an embryo. They've got like a, a little stasis pod where you can essentially take the embryo and grow it into a newborn child in 24 hours. Puts it in the pod, grows the kid, and then raises that one child by itself to, I don't know how old daughter is. None of them have names. Like, the, the robot is referred to as mother, and the girl is referred to as daughter. Um, so daughter's probably 16, 17, something like that, uh, and is starting to 
kind of question why they don't go outside and maybe mother's tests are wrong and they should go outside and check to see if the world is actually inhabitable. Uh, and then she's like hanging out by the airlock and hears some banging outside. Uh, so of course she's like people are banging on the other side of the door. Sounds like she needs to find a better place to go. Uh, so she opens the door and lets Hillary Swank in. I'm just going to refer to her, her as Hillary Swank because her character also does not have a name. I don't think. Uh, and then Hillary Swank tells her like, no, the robots fucking took over and they're fucking us up out there. So she's lying. Uh, and then, you know, that plants the seed of doubt in daughter's mind and, a lot of cool shit happens. Uh, I do think it's worth the watch. It was pretty fun. Maybe a little long, but not not too bad. Uh, pretty good. Is it, is it predictable? Uh, yes and no. There were a couple uh, of times where I had the thought of like, oh, this is totally what it's going to be. And then I was like, wait, what if that's what they want me to think? And it's totally going to be the exact opposite of this. It ended up playing out pretty closely to what I thought, but there were some big kind of like, oh, not, I'm not going to say big. There were some oh shit moments where it's like, oh damn, that's really like what's going down. Ah, okay. Yeah. I I was on the fence about it. It's pretty good. And I actually (laughs) just today uh, was watching a Simone Gertz. Do you guys know? I think that's how you say her last name. The uh-huh. the useless robot chick. She uh, got to go to the Weta workshop and build something. Uh, and oh. I, they had worked on the movie. I think they had designed uh, Mother and that stuff. So that was pretty cool. Interesting. Um, I finished reading Good Omens and have since started the show. Uh, I'm on episode, I think, five. There's only six. So, you know, I'm pretty close to the end. But it's I'm surprised at how faithful it is to the book having literally just finished reading it before or i've listened to it on an audiobook while we were driving so i'm gonna count that as reading it but having consumed all of the book within a week before starting the show i'm surprised at how close it runs uh to the book some of the dialogue is pretty much like ripped straight from it yep word for word there's some stuff that i'm waiting to happen that hasn't yet that i think might get cut there's some like bikers that join the horsemen uh as they're you know meeting up with the antichrist that is hilarious in the books but you don't need it in the show so i doubt we'll see them Mm. Uh, but yeah super fun definitely worth a watch if you have uh amazon prime and are into neil gaiman or david tennant or funny british shows or the antichrist uh I would definitely I'm recommend super it. into the Antichrist. <laughs> um, I was, since I was gone for like two weeks, uh, you know, I've, I've lost my job uh, and then decided to go on vacation for a couple of weeks. So Ariel and I were up in Oregon uh, visiting family, uh, but we went to Seattle while we were there and went to the Museum of Pop Culture, which was fucking cool as hell. Um, the, it is mainly music stuff uh, and a lot of like Seattle stuff so they have a huge selection of uh like nirvana memorabilia some Jimi hendrix stuff who i didn't even realize was born in seattle uh Mm. and then they had a a little like prince exhibit which was pretty neat uh but then down in the basement they have i say basement it's really like a sub level they have uh two different exhibits dedicated one is strictly sci-fi and the other one is straight horror stuff uh so i was in heaven down there I made Ariel. I felt kind of bad because my mom, obviously, we went with my mom and my nine-year-old what? sister. Uh, obviously, they weren't going to walk around. We walked through the doors and there's literally uh, bodies hung, wrapped in cloth, and then hung by chains like from their ankles. And you got to like walk through the bodies like they're a curtain. <laughs> um, but yeah, just <laughs> that a, a, cool. a ton of super cool uh movie props i took a fuck ton of photos uh like the little ball from phantasm oh actually i should have put that on the list i made ariel watch phantasm for the first time 
last week uh and that was super fun uh but they had like an actual my favorite piece is a mask from the creature from the black lagoon um oh shit that's cool it was beautiful i'm gonna try to put in the discord right now but it's super cool and then the the sci-fi one is kind of played out like um inside of it at all looks like you're walking around on a spaceship and there's a sign that says like this ship has been traveling through the cosmos for unknown amount of time taking artifacts from other worlds so it's supposed to be like real shit they have like a super old cyberman costume they've got a, a dalek uh they have i don't remember what his name is but the villain from galaxy quest that big bug dude. oh god uh, they had the entire thing like in a case it was super cool uh you know star trek blaster or phasers excuse me uh, <laughs> stuff like that um and then i watched all of the hateful eight netflix cut which was a thing i didn't even know about until i was in oregon and my stepdad told me like yo this shit's super cool you should watch it uh and i realized so it's broken up into four episodes that are about 45 minutes maybe an hour long i I want to go back and watch the theatrical version to see what it was that they added. It's been years since I had seen the movie. Um, but right. in the middle of episode two, Ariel told me that she had never seen Hateful Eight before. So I didn't know that either. Um, so it's, I mean, it's really good. It's just, just as good as the theatrical version. Like I said, I don't know what they added. So I think it was mainly like just conversations between characters and not, there's not a lot of like character building that they added to the, the Netflix cut. Right, um, but if you're into Tarantino and like Hateful Eight, it, I mean, it's a be it's beautifully shot. Also, I mean, I could, I could just look at that movie nonstop and be happy with it. So if you're into that right. shit, go check it out. Uh, and then the last on my list is I've been playing a lot of Smash Bros. Not a lot. I've been playing more Smash Brothers. I think I said the exact same thing about Overwatch. Uh, <laughs> but I've been playing Smash because they dropped a new character, which is the hero from Dragon, Dragon Quest. Quest. Right? I almost said Fire Emblem, but I knew that. <laughs> Dragon it's Quest, yes. Super good. I, As someone who has been a diehard Captain Falcon main since Melee, I've, I might fuck with hero more than captain falcon uh okay. his moveset's just really fun and feels good he's a little bit slower but he when you land a big hit feels tasty right on i should play that again too i should get him oh i because uh, i did not like joker at all yeah he he's a character <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I have tried to play smash online a couple of times actually since the last podcast and Nintendo has the fucking worst online system oh, yes. I've ever experienced. We've known like, that for years. I don't even years. know how in 2019 it could be as bad as it is. It's uh, uh, it's impossible. But, I don't know how yeah. people even play online. Maybe it's just my shitty internet, which isn't that shitty as much as I complain about it. Uh, but yeah, it was fucking god awful. There probably are not a lot of people that um, play any Switch stuff on the internet with the exception of like Splatoon. Yeah. And I think, well, and Mario Maker, I was, have been watching a lot of Mario Maker 2 videos online. Uh, and there's one streamer that was doing, apparently they have a multiplayer mode where it's like first to finish the course, you get more points. And whoever has the most points at the end of like X number of courses is the winner. Mm -hmm. uh, and some rounds that he did ran totally fine, but half of them were like, no joke, 10 frames a second, maybe. Ugh. And I don't even yeah. know how nintendo i almost said netflix because i'm looking at the word netflix right now <laughs> how nintendo could like let that be a thing yeah they just don't care it's like an afterthought and everything it's it's a bummer but luckily most of their stuff is made so you don't have to really engage with that shit so yeah 
I, I think that's it. I mean, I'm going to forget uh-huh. something immediately when we stop recording. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that we all have, you know, just like every week, we're like, oh, fuck, should have said something about that. But uh, considering how much of a shit show this episode was, I don't really want to <laughs> um, drag it on any longer. Having three, at the minimum, three different audio files I'm going to have to uh, splice together here. Oof. So let's just call it a day. Let's call it a week. Uh, we will reconvene next week at Hopefully. some point, I'm sure. Hopefully. Hopefully everything works a little better then. Uh, Trace isn't here, but, you know, the social stuff is in the show notes. Hit us up. Join say our hello. Discord. Hang out with us. Join our Discord. Come play Division with us. We want more friends. We, Come on. We, we really want to fucking raid in the Division at some point. And, uh, you know, then we're going to be playing Destiny forever. So, mm-hmm. you know what to do. But uh, until next week. Uh, that's not how that works. <laughs> uh, until next week. <laughs> Take your award. Get the fuck out. <laughs>